Hey, thanks for listening to the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe podcast with Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox, and myself, LeVar Arrington. Make sure you catch us live weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern or 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe show over at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Yeah. Yeah, you gave it to me three times in a row. Yeah. I'm a hustler, baby. That's why we working on mm. Christmas Eve, giving you a little bit of radio while my man Jonas and Brady are not in the game. They're oh. at home, sleeping, mm. resting. Mm. We got it. Mm. I'm going to do my thing with my man, Jane Jack. Yeah, yeah. It's all a part of the game. <laughs> make money, money, make money, money. Oh, oh, by the way, by the way, happy Christmas Eve to all of y'all, man. Happy yes, Chris, man. happy Christmas Eve to everyone out there. Man, come here. Make sure you're safe. Make sure that you do something nice for someone other than yourself as well. Uh, welcome into the third hour of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe. I'm LeVar Arrington, as I was just making light of and joking around. Uh yeah, Jonas and Brady are off today. Lee, Lee the lap. He's off today, but we got my man Rick Herrera <sighs> in there. We got my man Berto, Berto, Berto in the building. And we got Mr. Youth Innocence himself, who still believes. Uh, listen, I want everybody out there who believes in Santa to still believe in Santa. I don't want to. You know, I, that used to be a big thing to have the conversation about believing in Santa. Shots out to our man, Ryan, Brian, excuse me, Brian Finley. Um, it's pretty interesting. Uh, there has always been the age old discussion of believing in Santa Claus, like Santa Claus, the Santa Claus. What side do you fall on? What side do you fall on, Jack? For for the sake of our viewers out there who do still believe in yes, Santa, I'm yes. going to plead the fifth. But uh, you gonna plead the fifth? I'm going to plead the fifth. All but right. I think there's a difference between believing in Santa and whatever Brian does. There's, okay. there, there, there's a difference? There's a difference between that's, – that's a pledge of allegiance uh, to Santa uh, right there. That's a difference. Uh, <laughs> Birdo. What's that? How does that conversation take place in your house? What do you mean? Santa doesn't exist? Yeah, the, the whole Santa does conversation. He? In my house, he does. He, he does go. exist because of my daughter. Yeah. And what's the conversation you have with her? Like, how how do you make sure she knows that Santa delivered the gifts? Well, we leave. Well, obviously, we leave like cookies on a, on a plate with some milk, and then in the morning she'll wake up and the cookies and the milk will be gone, and it's because Santa Claus brought some gifts to the house. Oh, so that's the trade off. Yeah, exactly. And you guys are good with it. The baby's good. How old's the baby? Five. She's five. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nice. Nice. All right. What? What, what about you, uh, Rick? Do Do you still believe in Santa? Well, after hearing uh, Brian's uh, tradition, uh, yeah. I I don't want to bring him down. I do okay. believe in Santa. Okay. Go. All right. There, there you go. go. <laughs> I actually believe there is a Santa Claus. There I, is a Santa Claus. There are Santa Clauses. Saint Nick. I actually believe there are Saint Nicks. Even now, today, the plurality is what I'm. How you losing me on the plurality? May, yeah, maybe, but but because I almost feel like in a very very uh, 
figuratively speaking way that that what people do during the holiday season can represent 100% what the the essence and what the belief of what he represents is. I, I like that. That's how I look at it. I like that. You know, I, I believe that someone who delivers sunshine in, in these types of moments and can bring a smile to someone's face and do something selfless and kind for someone else in, in, in so many ways, no matter how they deliver it, right? No, no matter if it's landing on top of a project building or a, a or or a house, you know what I mean? Like you still can deliver deliver some goodness and some some happiness. You know, whether you have a fireplace or you don't, you know, I feel like you could still deliver that happiness. That right? Was, that was beautiful, man. So it's almost really like beautiful. it's almost like every person that delivers that, like a parent, right, right? Right. Like almost like every parent becomes Santa. Absolutely. Every year. Absolutely. Oh, okay. My bad. That maybe that's where the plural came in. Okay, okay, okay. Parents, parents, parents become parents are the helpers to all the babies out there listening. If you're in the car, I don't want to ruin it for anybody. Parents are actually Santa's helpers. Right. And, and we don't want room for Brian either. Now, I will say this. My mom and dad was like, I'm not giving credit to somebody for my hard work <laughs> and my hard-earned dollars during the, during the year. Yeah, right, right. Jesus is the reason for the season is what my my mom and dad always say. Uh, it's it, You should be happy that you get anything at all because you're, you're actually – there you go. There you go. You're actually, yeah, there you go. You're actually wanting gifts on somebody else's birthday, which is kind of ass backwards if mm. you really think about it. But Yeah, your parents really set the tone with that one. They really did. <laughs> they really set the tone they with really, that one. I told you I'm a preacher's kid. Yeah, so. I, I wouldn't even want to ask for nothing after that. I, so, I mean, we'll be getting Jesus. Yeah, right? Because <laughs> I don't want to be on Jesus' no, bad side no. at all. You, you know, know what I mean? mean? I want Jesus to feel good about me. Like, remember me in, in the way, like, I was like, look, that's Jesus' birthday. Yeah, I want to get up there and he talking about yeah, but you was getting gifts on my birthday, like, and you, you was know? like copping attitudes, right, and like right. you wasn't really being grateful about like what you was getting on my day. Like that was my day. You might have changed my perspective on this holiday for to moving forward. I'm not gonna I'm lie. I'm just saying, I don't even. I, I'll, I'll leave that one be. Okay. I don't. I don't expect gifts on Christmas. To be honest, I don't look for them. I just love giving them out. Um, all right, this is a sports show and. <laughs> Let's get to some sports. Shall Why we? don't we? Huh? Uh, so there have been a lot of conversations surrounding the Pro Bowl, and there's always, always the snubs. Yeah, I got to talk about it. There's always the snubs. Now, we're halfway through this segment. So how about we just go through the roster mm-hmm. of this year's Pro Bowlers and on the other side of the break, then we will go into, as my man Jonas would do and say, the snubs. <laughs> I'm not as good at it. <laughs> the blowtorch. Wasn't as good at you know. But I tried. You did it. All right. I did it. You did it. All right. All right. Here we go. Let's let's look at this complete roster. Uh let's start with the AFC. All right. Let's Let's go with the AFC, and the offense includes Justin Herbert. Jay Herbo. You feel good about it? Yeah, I feel good about it. All right, nice. I like that. Uh, Patrick Mahomes. It's obvious, right? That's oh, an obvious? You just got to see him play well for a four or five game stretch. Throw him in there, of course. Best quarterback in the league. 
Drum roll, please. Drum roll for this last one. Drum roll. Here we go. Here we go. Lamar Jackson? That one's iffy to me. I knew it needed a drum roll. That one's a little iffy to me. Like it's like it, you it's 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 the giving Lamar credit for keeping the Ravens afloat when when they probably should have sunk with all the injuries. I get I get the the nod to Lamar, but is he really the third best quarterback in the AFC this year over guys like Joe Burrow? Okay. Is he really? I mean, we go do snubs. After. Hey, we talk about it, but I'm just, I'm just putting snubs. it out there for the people. I'm just putting it out there now. All right, let's go to the NFC side of the QB spectrum. Let's do it. Aaron Rodgers. Bing. Right. Top MVP candidate poll. Tom Brady. Bing. Right there with him. Drum, Drum roll, roll, please. Yeah, Drum roll, this Drum one, roll please. <clears throat> and rounding it off at three, Kyler Murray. Uh, uh, iffy, but a little less iffy than Lamar. I mean, like, a little, them, them words was dancing around in your mouth. Like, like they didn't, wanna, like they didn't uh, really want to come out. Like, you wanted something different to come out to say about it. Shaky, is that is that a shaky, shaky one? Is that a shaky one? It's tough because it's, he was in the MVP race. That's for why a he's there. That's why he's there because he's dropped off the MVP, but he hasn't dropped off the Pro Bowl map. Now, there's like levels to it. But just like we're, we're skipping out on Joe Burrow in the AFC, we're skipping out on guys like Matt Stafford in the NFC Uh-oh. now to, to put Kyler in there. I'm just putting All it out right. there for the people. We're going to do snubs. I know, I know. I'm in the second segment. Okay. All right, what about running backs? AFC. Jonathan Taylor. Obvious. Nick Chubb. I like it. Drum roll, please. Drum roll, please. You loving Joe Mixon? I'm loving Joe Mixon. Me too. That's just a great <laughs> Me one. Me too. I'm loving Joe Mixon. He is nice. I'm loving Joe I, Mixon. I'm in. I'm in on that. Yes, sir. I'm in on that. All right. A- NFC side. You feel good about Dalvin Cook? I feel good about Dalvin. You feel good about Alvin Kamara? Nah. Nah. I'm not. He's the third one. I'm not in love with it, but, you know. You he, feel good about James Conner? Yes, because he's. The 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 touchdown output, the the you know the inside the red zone, he's money. I mean, does he give you so much outside of that? No, but I mean, he's among the league leaders in rushing touchdowns, so he's got to be there, right? Am I wrong for believing that Aaron Jones deserves one of these spots? Who Am you, I wrong for who that? Are you taking out? I'm taking out Alvin Kamara, to be honest. I'm not so certain. There's that a different James guy. Connor is is the guy to me. There's another guy who I'll get to in snubs. I got I got to take a, a thirty when we get to snubs. There's a guy that I'll bring up, but I'll probably take out AK. Oh wow! All right, we got we got a few more to go. We got a few right. more to go. But here's what we're going to do. I'm a, I'm gonna run off these names. All right, we're gonna take a break, and then on the other side of it, we're gonna see who should be in and who shouldn't be in. So here we go: tight ends in the AFC. Well, excuse me. Let's go receivers. AFC. Tariq Hill. Yeah. Jamar Chase. Love that one. Stephon Diggs. Yeah, he's come back in. Keenan Allen. Also love that one. All right, let's go to tight ends. Mark Andrews. Yeah. Travis Kelsey. Two best tight ends in the league right there. Okay. Offensive tackles. Rashawn Slater. Big one. I'm glad they gave him uh, some credit. 
Baby Zeus, O Brown, Orlando Brown. I love that they give you kind of resurgence on the Chiefs. I love it. Deion Dawkins. <sighs> not, in, not in love with that. Not in love with that. Guards, Quentin Nelson. Yeah, obvious one, right? Joel Batonio. Got to give him credit. Wyatt Teller. Uh, you know, Two best, Cleveland Browns. Probably, probably the best guard in the league, Wyatt Teller. Corey Lindsley at center. Ryan Kelly at center. You okay I, with it? I'm okay with the names. I just wish there was one more that got a nod at center, but I'm okay with the names that are there. Ooh, okay. Here we go. We're going to go through these real quick, and then we're going to get to a break. Mm-hmm. NFC receivers, Cooper Cup. Right. Devontae Adams. Right. Justin Jefferson. Right. Debo Samuel. Talk to him. That's a lineup right Samuel. there. Samuel. Yeah, talk to him. No S. Uh, George Kittle. Yeah. Cal Pitts. Surprised at Shots that Shots out the cow. Shout out Abington, PA, but that's the surprise at that one. Okay. Trent Williams, offensive tackle. Dog. Tristan Wirfs. Dog. Tyron Smith. Big dog. That needed a, a drum roll to me. You think so? You, me. you yeah, think so? I you mean, think that's the name? You got that off the that, name? That's just one of those things, mm. man. Guard, Zach Martin. Big dog. Brandon Scherf. I'm okay with that one. I like it. Mm-hmm. Ali Marpet. Shout out the world champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm glad he got a nod. Uh, Travis's brother, Jason, got center. I best uh, Top Top center in the league to me. And your boy, Ryan Jensen, who I'm a big fan right of. There, right, right there big with him. Big bully. Big bully. Big bully. Got that mullet going. Red You're rocket. listening to two cups, two pros, and, <laughs> and one cup. No. Oh <laughs> go to break. Go to break. <laughs> two cups. All right. Two pros and a cup of Joe. I'm LeVar Arrington. That's James Jackson. Brady and uh, Jonas are taking the day off. Berto is here with me, and so is my man Rick and Brian. Uh, on the other side of the break, we're going to discuss snubs. But first, let's get a little break. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Ernie, you the Rudolph. You the new Rudolph now. <laughs> Ernie, 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 you got to replace Rudolph. I can't get with Ernie, man. I got to see Ernie, Ernie, Ernie. You know why he said Ernie? Because don't Bert and Ernie have red noses? I mean, let's be real here. I, I'm hey. a Sesame Street buff. Hey, no. You ain't going to just trick us into thinking that <laughs> Rudolph has been replaced with a fictitious character with a red nose named Ernie. That's a good shout. I never even put that together. Ernie, Bert and Ernie, right? Got red noses. I don't know that Ernie's nose is is red. I mean, I'm kind of taking your word for it. Let me see. Let me see. Uh, Which one is Bert? Red nose. Yeah. How you feel about this, Brian? You've been uh, you've been undressed, bro. You've been found. You guys are overthinking it. See, I haven't watched, unlike you two who probably watch Sesame Street pretty frequently. Well, you got some bleeping nerve. Pretty frequently. To come at me about watching Sesame Street, which I I do watch Sesame Street. I'm a man of the truth. But you're the one talking about protect my innocence (laughs) as a kid. And therefore, I set up my tripod (laughs) and I shove the rest of the cookies (laughs) down my throat. That's how you sound, Brian, by the way. With milk. That's how you You sound. You got some nerve, Brian, saying I'm overthinking it. 
You are, because that is not the reason why I picked Ernie. That's just the name that Santa picked out for the new Rudolph, uh, who, uh, as we mentioned, So that's retired. not the name why you picked you, – that's not the reason why you picked the name that Santa picked. No, I don't think about Sesame Street as often as you do, LeVar. Hmm. That's interesting. And that's a drop. That is a drop. That is a drop. All right. Okay, well. I mean, maybe I exposed you for your love of Sesame Street, which is totally cool. There's so much great content out there, LeVar. I don't blame you. That's possible. That is possible. And this might be the most awkward intro into a segment uh, in the history of the show. Um, Ernie, you know, replacing Rudolph, me overthinking it, being a Sesame Street freak, uh, and and Brian being a, uh, well, a Santa groupie. <laughs> That records him since five years old with his tripod. Groupie is a good way to put it. With VHS cassette recorder. I'm just saying. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, welcome back to Two Pros and a Cup of Joe. That was uh, Brian Findlay. Uh, he'll be talking to us shortly. He'll be giving us an update on uh, news of the day. Uh, I'm sure some of it may include uh, a tripod and and cookies and milk. I will. will I'm gonna just take a guess on that one and think that that's a possibility. But until then, I got my man James Jackson with me from yes, sir. Straight Facts Podcast mm-hmm. on Up on Game Presents. Make sure you check them out. Uh, check them out on his YouTube page. Check mm-hmm. them out. It's a crew, uh, up and coming stars. I think that James is is a fine young. Uh, new talent in the industry so i'm happy to be sitting here working with you today my friend pleasure's all mine honor's all mine og thank you all right now without further ado let's jump into the 2022's the pro bowl snubs all right who who is the first one that that comes to mind for you the absolute first one that comes to mind to me and i don't know how this man didn't make the pro bowl because he is the entire atlanta falcons offense and that's Cordero Patterson. Mm. Now, you want to talk about a, a, a playmaker every time he touches the football, the the you know, the the potential of him getting to the end zone literally anytime he touches the ball. I mean, that's crazy. I mean, he's 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 got an 86 PFF grade as a running back. That's top five in the league. So I, I understand the only way I understand him not going to the Pro Bowl is because you can't can't really peg him at a position. Yeah, I was about to say, that, what position do you put him at? Put him at one. I don't put him at one. So you put, so you you put, put Debo, him at receiver. You put Debo at wide receiver. Debo's the same guy. Debo has like six rushing touchdowns this year. So like, so you think he should I, replace I Debo Samuel? No, I think he should Samuel. replace Alvin Kamara. I think most oh. most of his touches have come out the backfield this year, and he's been productive every single time. But I think one, he's been healthy all year, unlike Alvin Kamara. So I think if I that's why I said earlier, if I were to take one James Conner, Alvin Kamara off the board for the Pro Bowl. I'm taking Alvin Kamara. I'm keeping James Conner because he's among the league leaders in rushing touchdowns. You can put him in there for that. But to me, Cordero Patterson has had a better output with, with what season he's had than Alvin Kamara has had with his. And the, and the Falcons and Saints aren't separated by all too much, to be honest. Hmm. Okay. That's the biggest. Uh, to me, that's the biggest. That's the biggest one? That's the biggest one in the NFL to me. That's the biggest snub. I'm going to stay at running back. Go ahead. Why isn't Derrick Henry a pro bowler? Because he's not playing. So you're telling me if Tom Brady went out two weeks ago or Aaron Rodgers went out 
six weeks ago. I say it was longer than two. Okay, but it's still if Aaron Rod- if they went out six weeks ago, they're not in the Pro Bowl. Why not? So we're not basing it off of body of work. Are we basing it off of availability? It's got to be availability goes into it. It's got to be proportionate though. Like like if if your body of work he is good, but played since week eight. He's still what top five in rushing, probably. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I guess fifth that. in NFL in rushing. Yeah. Fourth in rushing touchdowns, and and obviously no player has proven to be more valuable now, to now, their team. Now what if, than Derrick Henry? Because if you give him a Pro Bowl spot, is he going to play? You just no. giving him, you just giving him the nod, just to give him the nod. All right. So do you not become an All Pro just because you got injured? That's a good point. That's you a good point. I think so you put the alternate in, like you at least acknowledge the fact acknowledge that him. he had a Pro Bowl caliber season and you make him a Pro Bowler and you use we've, an alternate. We've also seen people. We've seen that happen before, haven't we? Yeah, and we've also seen people make the All-Pro without making the Pro Bowl. So oh, like, like, of course. So it, the Pro Bowl, Pro Bowl isn't considered to be as important as, as All-Pro. All no, not close. All-Pro is much different. You also have to take into consideration the fan vote that goes into Pro Bowl. That's no, correct. No one's going to vote for a, a player who's not playing right now. All right. Let me throw another one at you. Go ahead. Joe Burrow. Snub. Snub. You're telling me that Lamar Jackson deserves to be in the Pro Bowl over Joe Burrow. Are you, is that what you're telling me? Because it's wrong. Because it's wrong. I love it. Yo, I'm one of the biggest Lamar Jackson fans out there. I think he continues to prove people wrong on a week-to-week, year-to-year basis. Joe Burrow should be in the Pro Bowl right now over Lamar Jackson. It's, I mean, it, it's simple. I, I get the interceptions it's don't look good. It's a hard one. It's a hard one, and it's a legit one at the same time. It's like you can legitimize the fact that Joe Burrow should have – unseated Lamar Jackson. Lamar didn't have the type of year that he generally has. I, I don't think anyone would debate that. And Joe not lighting the world on fire now. 26-14 at the TD interception ratio. Like, I get it. Yeah. But he's he's taking an offense led by a rookie a rookie wide receiver and no offensive line. Let's remember that, that they sold their souls in the offensive line to get Jamar Chase. So no offensive line. He still has a passer rating of over 100. Even with that ratio that you mentioned. And and I think Joe Mixon's success comes off of how much the, the, the offense is open because Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase and Tyler Boyd and everybody are doing such a good job. I, I certainly believe that the debate point is between him and Lamar at that position. That's right there. Okay, give me a drum roll. Uh, you, are you drum roll ready? No, you're not drum. You got a drum roll for me? Because here's what's interesting. Before we go to the update, I want a drum roll, and I want Berto to settle this. Is it Lamar Jackson or is it Joe Burrow? Joe Burrow. Oh. I knew I liked you, Berto. I always knew I liked you, man. Oh. I always knew I liked you. So let's keep that. Let's keep this conversation going, and let's really, uh, you know, Let's talk about a few more people that that are on this list. Uh, Berto, do you have anybody on this snub list? Like, I don't see very many uh, Raiders. Now, you guys have a, a linebacker that definitely was was balling out mm-hmm. and 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 made it on to uh, 
you know, what was going on. But a lot of Crosby people. Crosby made it. Crosby deserved to be on there. Yeah, so Max not, Crosby got yeah. it. There was a linebacker that made it, too, Denzel though. Perryman. Perryman. He is yeah. a bad boy, he bro. Beast. He beast. Denzel Perryman is a bad man. Hey, Yannick is a is a guy too. I was about to say y'all can have Yannick and Gakwe on there. Gakwe, yeah, yeah, he's a he's a, he can do it. Um, who you think is 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 that the ones you want to go with? Is there anybody yeah, that, else? That's a, uh, Derek Carr. Uh, well, come on, man. You just said you wanted Matt Ryan before on, Derek, over. Yeah, there's Derek no room Carr. for Derek Carr on there, but he's he had a solid year. I mean, up and so, down. Solid. We, the solid don't get you in the Pro Bowl, man. No, yeah. I'm just saying though, you you're. You're saying you're advocating for a quarterback that you said you would take Matt Ryan for in a heartbeat. You remember that? Well, Matt Ryan what, did win an MVP, right? Derek Carson won an MVP. He did win an MVP. He did do that. He did do it. Yeah. But I'm just wondering, are you still living in that Derek Carr should be somewhere else? Uh, like I said earlier. Outside of the Pro Bowl? Outside of the Pro Bowl? No, nah, yeah. He, he, doesn't deserve, he doesn't deserve to be on the Pro Bowl. Nah. All right, all right. Okay. I'm good with, who, with the Raiders that made the team. Hey, Cole, baby, best punter in the game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my next all jersey right. right there. Yeah. All right. Let's 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 visit Matthew Stafford. Now, when you look at the list of quarterbacks on the NFC quarterbacks list, and and, and we discussed it. A Rod. Uh. Tom Brady. Uh, who's the third one? Kyler Murray. Okay. I'm taking Kyler out. I'm, I, For Matthew Stafford? I'm, I, I might be subject to recency bias right here. Okay. But to me, availability is your best ability. And when Kyler Murray went out, the Cardinals went 2-1, and 3-1. and one. Like, they were, they were still winning football games with, without him on the field. And since he's come back and since he's lost DeAndre Hopkins, Kyler Murray hasn't looked the same. And all the evidence I need is losing to the Lions, is is not being able to pull one out against the Lions late. Since the DeAndre Hopkins injury, he's like bottom half of the league in red zone conversions, in passing touchdowns, in plays of over 20 yards. Like the explosive Kyler Murray that we're used to seeing is not there. And then Matt Stafford took his lumps in the the middle part of the season in that little rough two, three-game stretch. And then when he lost Robert Woods and got Odell Beckham Jr., now the offense looks like they're clicking again. And it's, to me, I think Matthew Stafford just should round out that elder statesman, you know, Pro Bowl quarterback room. All right, so Merry Christmas to you, Brian. Merry Christmas, Brian. All, all, all love. Uh, I, I got to say, I do believe Kyler Murray should be in over Stafford. And here's why I'm going to say it. Because for... Most of this season, Kyler Murray has been on a tear as a quarterback. And this, in fact, has been his best season on a tear that we've seen. And, I mean, it was of MVP level that he's been playing. It's only been recent weeks, you know, and I think it's really because of his ankle. I I think it's because of his health. Uh, Stafford does have better stats than than Kyler Murray, but where I will say Stafford has better stats, I will also say that the Cardinals are still ahead of the Rams, and although the Rams did beat them this time around, the first time, if you recall the first time around, Kyler and Arizona thumped them boys. 
They did. Thumped them. And and the, and the head-to-head means a lot. If, if, I'm, if I'm judging who should go in over each other, head-to-head does mean a lot. There's something to be said for that. I, I just think right now, yes, he has fallen off. Kyler has um, a bit. But you can't disqualify through recency effect the impact that he's had on, on his team. That's true. That's true. And that makes it difficult for me to justify it for Matthew Stafford because – the Rams have been very inconsistent during the course of this season. You didn't know if they were coming or going at one point. And while I will sit here and I have been awed and wowed by Matthew Stafford's arm talent. Um, I'm a big Matt Stafford guy. I I, 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 I I enjoy watching him spin the ball. But you take away Cooper Cup and – I don't know what you have. Okay, well, well, we took away DeAndre Hopkins, and what do we have for Kyler Murray? You're talking about the, the inconsistencies. They lost. Oh, gee, they lost to the Lions. That That's the most inconsistent thing you can show me no, from a quote-unquote title I, contender. I think that's a great argument point or a discussion point for certain. I think that's a, a great point. But I also will say I do not think Kyler Murray is the same player right now after that ankle injury. He is not – uh, and and it's the reason it's also another reason why I give a lot of grace to to Baker Mayfield to understand being off balance as as a player and as an athlete is sometimes an understated uh, understated deal. The fact that you have to go out there and you feel the type of pain that you feel in your extremities it impacts the way you do things. Certain plays that that Baker and Kyler would have made they're not making because they're not mobile enough for to sure do it. for sure and and you're seeing I, I I haven't looked at it but if we were to look at how many times Kyler has been sacked since coming back from that injury I bet you it's 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 a higher rating a, a higher total mm-hmm. than what it's been all season yeah you're right. so I attribute some of what his 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 fallback to to his health and and so to me while I'll say I get it like yes he did have uh some poor games, and he did lose to a to, poor to, team. To, to Detroit. I mean, there's no arguing that. To Detroit. There's no arguing that. And and I, I hear everything you're saying, but to me, you can't make the Pro Bowl off the benefit of the doubt. I can't give you the Pro Bowl just because I understand you're playing less because you're a little bit banged up. That that doesn't get you a Pro Bowl nod. That doesn't get you an all-star selection to me. It, it, it makes me not say you're a bad quarterback. It makes me say that if you don't make the playoffs, you don't do something great. It's not necessarily your fault. But I can't put – I mean, Matt Stafford is working with 1,000 more yards, 10 more touchdowns, just as many interceptions, and six more quarterback point, six more points on his quarterback rating. So if you want me to get out of recency bias and look at this season in a vacuum for him, there it is. That, that's, it's Matt Stafford. So – Matthew Stafford has had more of an impact on the Rams than Kyler has had on the, on the, the Cardinals. And does that justify him being a pro bowler? See, to me, I have to now go back to saying Kyler Murray has had more of an impact on Arizona than Matthew Stafford take, has had on the Rams. Take Matt Stafford away from the Rams and they don't go – positive in, in their record with him out. I'm the not, Cardinals, the not, Cardinals won more games than lost without but Kyler. But Jared Goff was his his stat line is almost identical to Matthew Stafford's this year. So if you take Matthew Stafford out and you have Jared Goff in there, you still have the same production. 
to more, me, when I when I look at Arizona, when I look at the Arizona Cardinals, I say to myself, they're number one in their division. They're leading over, over the Rams. Over the Rams. Over the Rams. And and for that, I have to ask myself, why is Arizona number one in what was considered to be going into the season, largely in part, the toughest yeah. and the best division in all of, all of the game? I think that was a little smoke and mirror, though, because we're seeing it. It, it might have been, but at the time, it probably wasn't. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we we expected the Rams. The Rams started to fall off, right? But then they they came back. Uh I don't know what the hell is going on with Seattle. Throw them in the trash. Um, and then obviously you got to take a, a good look at, at what's going on with uh, with San Francisco. Yeah. Um, and they haven't turned out to be what they needed to be. So I don't, I don't know. I mean, the conversation will continue on. Uh, but for all the snubs, you know, m- maybe next year. <laughs> That's how you're doing maybe, them, man. Maybe next year. That's how you're doing them. I got three of them. Uh, <laughs> shots out to everybody. Uh, happy, happy holidays. Happy Christmas Eve. It's two pros and a cup of Joe with Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn, myself, LeVar Arrington. Brady and Jonas are off today. Got my man James Jackson in. We're going to take a quick break, and we're going to wrap up the show in a moment. Uh, we'll be right back. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let it snow. Let it snow. Let it snow. All right. Welcome back into the show. Uh, Happy holidays to everybody. Merry Christmas to everybody. Enjoy your Christmas. Uh, let's get to these games. Let's let's wrap this thing up. Let's finish out strong. Uh, man, appreciate you sitting in, man. You, you did, did an excellent job, Thank man. Thank you, sir. And, Thank and you, sir. Appreciate the opportunity. Absolutely, man. Uh, to everybody out there listening, man, uh, listen, James flew himself in to Had come to sit in studio and, and, and do this show today. So some people watch things happen. Others go out there and they get in there and they make them happen. So it's dope, dope stuff, bro. I, I commend you for your work ethic. And, Thank you so much. Man. And coming in on Christmas Eve, uh, shouts out to your family for uh, supporting you that way as Big well. Big shouts out to my family. Big shouts out. All right, let's jump into these picks. NFL Week 16 lines. Let's get it going. First sure. game that we're going to talk about is the Indianapolis Colts at Arizona. Uh, Arizona's favored by 1.5. This obviously keeps – they're trying – Arizona is trying to keep up pace in, in, the, in the West, but the Colts are also trying to keep up pace with the Titans in, in, in their uh, AFC division as well. Who you got? What's the pick? Uh, I like the Colts. So by, by virtue of me picking then, the Colts and the, the Cardinals co- don't cover, right. um, the Colts – coming off impressive performances. I don't got to belabor the point about the Cardinals losing to the Lions, but, you know, I, I like the Colts in this game. I like Carson Wentz going into Arizona. The Lion, or the, the Cardinals have not figured out their offense without DeAndre Hopkins, man. They have not figured out how to move forward 
at this point in the season. I think they're susceptible. I think they're vulnerable. And I think that the Colts are surging in a major way. I would be surprised if Arizona wins this game. I'm Vegas with you trying, on that. Vegas trying to trap y'all with this I'm one. taking Indianapolis on this one as mm-hmm. well. Okay, let's move on to the Ravens and Cincinnati. They got Cincinnati by three. Yeah. What's your call on this one? I think it's this is going to be a very close game. I do think the Ravens cover. I think it's it's going to be separated by maybe a point or two. Um, but you know, I, I'm going to go with Cincinnati with the pick. Um, going back home, I just I, I don't I'm not a huge believer in Tyler Huntley. Like that's not you know you, you get you get a, a team by surprise. But you know they put up 30 on the Packers defense. I don't see Tyler Huntley going on the road twice and putting up 30. Yeah, I got to agree with you on this one, specifically based off of that. And I think Joe Burrow is is going to come out, and he's probably going to have a little chip on his shoulder not getting that Pro Bowl nod. Mm-hmm. It's just a perfect storm for them, and I think they're going to cover the three points. Actually, yeah. I'm taking Cincinnati, um, and I think they'll cover. Okay. All right, let's go to Los Angeles. Let's go to the Rams versus the Vikings. This is a big one. Uh, Minnesota is fighting for a playoff, uh, and, and the Rams are fighting to, to see if they can, you know, get to the top of yeah, top of the West. NFC West. So they have they have the Rams by three. Who you got? Uh I got the I got the Rams, man. It's it's gonna be Kirk Cousins against the Rams defense and the Rams defense is gonna win that matchup, man. It, it, all, all times of the day. Do they cover? I, I do think the Rams cover too. I think they win by like a touchdown or ten points. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna cover, but I will take the the Rams in the win. Hmm. All right, let's go to Buffalo and New England. This is a big one. They got New England by two. What you say? It's going to be another ugly smash mouth game, just like a couple weeks ago when they played. Um, I think New England. No, I think the Bills cover. I think it's going to be a one point game, even in New England. The Bills won't fall susceptible to the same things, but it's still going to be an ugly one. Yeah, I think the Bills are going to uh, take them behind the woodshed really? in, in Gillette and and give them a spanking. Mm. And I think they. We don't need to look at the point spread because they're going to beat spank them. them yeah. All right, last one. The Steelers and the Chiefs. Obviously, both teams are fighting for something different, and the Chiefs are clearly the the better team. They're favored by seven and a half. That's a big line. Yeah, that's a big line. That's a a big line for the Chiefs. I don't know if they cover seven and a half, but – the Steelers going to find out that the Chiefs aren't the ones. Like, you, you played around with a bunch of teams. You won these weird games. The Chiefs aren't the ones. Hmm. Well, I think the Chiefs are going to win as well. It's in Kansas City. Shots out to my Steelers, but y'all ain't getting this one. Not and I, I do believe that Kansas City will cover the spread. So, to everyone out there, and all a good night. Not a creature was stirring uh, not even a mouse in, in my mind. <laughs> That's how it goes. Uh, yeah, silent night to you all. Uh, happy holidays. Uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. Enjoy. Stay tuned for Dan Patrick next.